All right, welcome into the Render Podcast. I'm your host, Cam, and I'm so excited to be talking to you all about raising your prices for your small business. Man, are we at a time where raising prices and all of that seems to be common conversation, right? I am just like you. I go to the grocery store and I see my milk that is a little bit more and I see eggs that are quite a bit more than what I'm used to paying and gas prices and so many different things. And in this environment of raised prices, sometimes we have to raise our prices for many different reasons. And we're going to get into all of that today in today's episode, all about raising your prices, how, when, why, all of those things. And so I encourage you to get out a notepad and paper and a pen or open up your Slack and slack yourself about what we're going to talk about today. So I'm excited to get into this episode and I will see you inside in just a minute. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients through mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. If you are considering raising your prices and elevating your small business, perhaps it is because your revenue numbers might not align with your financial goals for your business. Or perhaps your inquiries are not aligned with the clients or the project goals that you want to work with. Or perhaps it's because you are desiring an increase in which tier your business lands in when it comes to the events you take on between kind of the lower end or the the cheaper end and to the higher end or the more luxury brand, or maybe somewhere in the middle. Like many small business decisions, choosing to raise your prices and elevate your small business can be done just a few different ways. In this episode, I want to share how to raise your prices and elevate your business with purpose, not just numbers, but by creating a strong foundation and by pursuing long-term success not just using a simple formula to determine this. Let's focus on the foundation of your business. Now, if you're listening to the Render Podcast for a while, you know we've talked about how to market your ideal audience, how to purchase inventory and set its price, and so much more. But let's take a few minutes to really look at the foundation of your business before we dive into the actual process of raising your prices. Your brand usually is going to set the tone for how new visitors via social media and your website perceive your small business. If your brand communicates an elevated experience and service, but your prices are low and they don't match the experience you provide, then you're creating an environment where your client is confused or doesn't see the value in working with your company at all. Based on how your brand looks and feels, then you want to figure out how and if now is the time to raise your prices, or if you have a little bit of work that you need to do in order to get to a place with your brand to raise your prices. Let's take an audit of your brand, both internally and externally. 
here are some audit considerations that you should consider for your brand. Let's talk about internally first. Does your delivery service of your business have an elevated experience or are you just dropping off your products? When someone calls or emails your business, is there a certain time period that they can expect to hear from you? And when you send out a quote or an invoice, does that reflect your brand or is it just a standard looking quote? Now let's switch gears. Let's talk about it externally. Look at your social media feed. This could be Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter. How does it feel and how does it look? Let's assess your email strategy. Are you emailing often on a schedule? Is there quality content within it? You can listen more on email marketing on episode 42 to learn more about email marketing. But let's chat about your email strategy. So you want to look both externally and internally at your brand and how it is to work with you or to see your business to determine what the value is in your business. Let's dig a little bit deeper on your website and what that communicates. There should be a clear CTA or call to action that leads to the goal of your business. If people don't know what to do when they land on your homepage, then it's going to be tough to convince them to work with you. Every single page on your website should have a clear CTA of the next move your customer needs to do. Whether you want them to build a wish list or simply just contact you, you're going to use words and photos to show what it's like to work with you in an easy to understand way so that when they navigate around your website, they can fully understand your brand in your company. This helps bridge that gap when they assume it's like to work with you and the prices that you send over in a quote. If the prices for your quotes you're sending out are on the higher end, but your services and products are of lesser quality or value, then you're ghosting a clients that inquire and your lack of bookings, those things are going to increase more than they are right now. But if you can level it out and make sure you have a high quality and a high value of working with you, coinciding with higher end pricing, then the possibility of ghosting and the possibility of less bookings aren't going to happen because it's going to be very realistic of what it's like to work with you based on the prices that you are sending over. Equally as important of the design of your website is if you have a brand guide with your logo, your colors, your typography, and more about what your business should be shown like, you want to make sure that this has a heavy presence on your website. If your brand shows a light colored, neutral tone feel, your website should show that. If you have a mo more moody brand, you may be more inclined to show darker colors. And so you should have a very, very easy to understand uh, brand. So when you're sending out a quote and people see your social media and people see your website and people see an invoice and they see an email, it all is coinciding together. Meaning if you have a light and bright Instagram and then they land on your website and it's dark and moody and then they get a quote from you that has light and bright to it and then your email signature shows a more moody side, then it's going to be playing cat and mouse with each other. It's not going to work well together. The ultimate goal of how your business is marketed is to feel like you're experiencing the same company no matter where they are experiencing your company. If you're on Instagram, 
and you click the link in bio to go somewhere else and it lands on your website, you want it to feel cohesive as if you've never left. When they receive a quote from you or an email from you, it should feel like you're within your company, within your brand, and within your website. And so you want to make sure that the Instagram page feed and the stories that they see and the website they land on and the email that they get from you and the quote they get from you and all of that communication is very seamless together. So when we focus on those things and you raise your prices, it's because you have an elevated experience of being in your company. But if all of those things are not elevated, and if all of those things aren't coinciding, then it's going to be harder for your client to justify a raised price or a higher end price to your business if nothing else is coinciding and if it feels like there is stickiness in between that. Now let's get time to crunch some numbers and look at how we raise our prices. But before we get into that, I want to really stress that if you do not take and figure out what we just talked about before now in the quality of your website and your external presence along with how your client will work with you internally, then raising your prices won't work. And it may actually deter customers and clients from booking and from working with you if your value, your experience, and your brand doesn't align with a higher price. So we have to look at what it's like to work with you before we consider the pricing. Now, once you've assessed all of that and you've taken an audit of your external and internal processes, then we can go into how do we raise our prices. Are you wanting to get strategic and profitable in your rental company? Next week, I'm hosting a free masterclass teaching you five of the strategies that we've used in our company to scale it to the next level. We only have a few times to catch the masterclass, so use the link in our show notes to join one of those times. We're going to send out a free replay after the class for those that might not be able to make it live. So make sure you sign up so you can get that replay. I can't wait to see you there and answer all of your burning questions too. So bring your questions and I'll see you next week to officially raise those prices. You will pick this through determining the amount of work that will go into raising your prices. If tomorrow is the date you choose, I am going to highly encourage you to pick a different date, my friend. From experience, you will want to choose a date that is between two and four weeks away. How do you determine whether you do it two weeks, three weeks, or four weeks away from now? Well, that's going to depend on what season you're in. It's going to depend on the amount of work that you already have on your workload. And so you might have to come back to this first thing of picking a date in just a second. But have in mind that this date is going to be two to four weeks away, not tomorrow, okay? The second one is that we need to have a communication plan with our community. You need to determine what to communicate to your community about raising your prices. If you just all of a sudden one day decide, you know what, that sofa isn't going to be $275, now it's going to be $415, and you don't give a heads up to your inquiring clients or frequent renters, then you're setting up your customer to reduce their trust with you and potentially not move forward with booking your services. They're going to look at it like they were blindsided. And I have this quote for $275 for the sofa. And now I'm ready to book it. And now it's $415. What the heck? Right? So we have to communicate with our community. And in fact, when we communicate with our community, it's going to increase the trust factor with them. Even though raising prices might not be something that they ideally want to experience. But if you communicate it ahead of time, it's really going to help 
them trust you and trust that you have good intentions behind this raising of a price, all right? We did this uh, back in April of 2022. We were increasing our prices because it had been a couple of years since we had done that because of the COVID pandemic. We raised our prices, but before so, we had a communication plan set out. We were emailing a couple weeks before, letting them know that we are going to be increasing our pricing in just a couple weeks. And so if you have any quotes that you want us to put together and send over to you, or if you have anything that you need to understand and book before this happens, now's the time to do it. Here's what the plan is. So when you're communicating this plan with your community and you're telling them what's coming and what's coming up next, then it increases that trust factor. When we did this in April of 2022, we had a plan. We sent them an email about two weeks before we raised prices. Then we sent it about three days before, and then we sent it out on the day of. And we got a response from one of our frequent renters. She rents from us about one or two times a year. And she just sent us a sweet note, and she just said, hey, thanks so much for um, sending this over to me. I really appreciate that. Just so you know, I've been following along with how you're communicating this, and I think you all did a really great job. And it makes me feel really um, known, and I can understand why you're doing this. And so that increased her ability to trust us and trust that we're the experts and trust that we have the best intentions with raising our prices. So make sure you communicate and you have a plan for communicating with your community really well. Next, it's time to make a plan for how you will communicate this information, not just what you're going to communicate, but how you're going to do it. I'd highly recommend using email marketing to communicate with your community along with personal emails to your current inquiring customers. Now, if you're thinking, but Cam, I don't have an email list and I don't have an email marketing set up yet. First of all, I'm going to encourage you to go back to episode 42, friend, and start that email list as soon as possible because it's super important and you'll listen why in that episode. You can check that out in our show notes. But that being said, do not start your email list with marketing. And then first thing you say is, hey, I'm raising prices. Let's save that for the next time you raise your prices. That's where personal emailing comes in. So if you do have an email marketing plan, then figure out how to weave this new price change in and then also pair in some personal emails. So the personal email should be saved for someone on your top clients that work with you frequently or your current clients that are inquiring and they have pending quotes with you. Communicate your date of the change and what they should do to secure their order with you with the current pricing before it's raised. With this communication plan all the way up to the actual raise of your prices, you're going to work this into your communication. Depending on the software you work with, you may have to actually manually raise those prices or you might have an option to increase all by a certain percentage or an amount. We like to use a rule of about 10 to 15% when raising the prices, depending on the actual product we're working with and what the current rate of that item is. For example, if we have a product that is underpriced, then we might raise it a little bit more than the 10 to 15%. Also, if we have a product that is overpriced already, we might not touch it at all. And so you have to be in tune and really integrated with your inventory before you actually raise the prices. You can't just have a blanket, typically. You can't just have a blanket. I'm going to raise everything by 15% or 12% or 10% or 5%. 
you have to understand what the products are. And if you've hit a really good stride on how often something's going out your door and then you raise the prices, that could decrease the amount of times it's going out your door. So there's a lot of different mechanics that go into how you raise your prices, but it all has to start with a very good communication plan. And it also has to start with your brand and the experience of having your brand. It's going to be hard to justify a raised price if you don't have the brand to support it, okay? And so I want you to go back to some of those episodes that I've talked about. Carry out that communication plan and raise those prices and then enjoy the difference in the clients you're working with and the revenue numbers that you're going to be working towards reaching. So to recap, you're going to want to determine your brand and value in working with you through external and internal communication and marketing. Then you're going to make any changes where necessary to match the value of your prices that you're increasing to. Then make a plan for a date, your communication, and the actual prices of your raise. I hope this episode has been helpful for you in the next step of raising your prices. And if you're an avid listener to The Render Podcast, will you please go to Apple Podcasts and write us a review? We want to reach as many small businesses as possible with the content we're producing, and we can't do that without your help. So thank you so much for listening and tune into next week on Wednesday for another episode. Bye for now.